This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at CuriousPlot.agency. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Global food prices are softening but still remain higher than figures from a year ago. That's the word of the latest food price index from the UN Food and Agriculture Organization. The August figures released today were down 1.9% from July, but are still 7.9% above a year ago. Wheat is leading the way and dropped 5.1% in August, the third straight month of price declines. Prices for meats, dairy, and vegetable oil dropped in August. Corn prices, on the other hand, increased 1.5% month-over-month due to lower production estimates in the U.S. and E.U. Phil Brasher has a deeper look at FAO's figures in his story on agripulse.com. Also online today, a former national security leader says the American food system has improved its practices when it comes to cybersecurity, but more can be done. Former Secretary of State and Central Intelligence Agency Director Mike Pompeo says the issue is persistent across many aspects of the economy. Cyber threats are everywhere. They're certainly in the food supply chain, food security systems, um, but it's a broader challenge than that. I'd say from a food security perspective, it varies. So the financial community's done a really good job. So the folks who provide the capital for agriculture have done a pretty good job. The energy guys, in terms of delivering, are in a better place today. But for small companies, it's harder. I ran one. <laughs> I ran two small companies in Kansas. Very difficult to protect yourself against a nation state actor or even someone like a rogue element inside of Russia or North Korea. He says his counsel to food companies is to make sure their operations aren't vulnerable to security breach. We're probably in a better place today than we were five years ago. But I, I would do worry because offense is easier to play than defense. And so I tell Uh, Small agriculture businesses, I tell small companies in every industry, the best solution is uh, simply to have a redundant system. You're going to be attacked. It's going to happen. The bad day is almost certain to be upon you. Make sure that you have the capability to keep your core operations running, even if the primary systems that you operate off of come under attack. Pompeo appeared on this week's episode of AgriPulse Newsmakers, where he also discussed the war in Ukraine and what it is teaching global leaders about food security and world hunger in the wake of geopolitical turmoil. Baron Seeger is the CEO of the World Food Program USA. He says he's been happy with the U.S. response to the crisis. The American government has clearly stepped up to the plate. Uh, I know the World Food Program uh, is receiving distributions of about $5 billion. Uh, we are very grateful for that. That is a significant increase from the uh, prior year. I mean, we have to remind ourselves that there's enough food in the world to feed those who are hungry. The issues are how do we get it there, given uh, particularly the crises we're finding with uh, COVID and, and, and conflict. Uh, the World Food Program is seeing our costs go up by, by 25%. You can hear Pompeo, Seeger, Kip Tom of Tom Farms, and Phil Karsting of OFW Law in this week's Newsmakers on AgriPulse.com. Finally today, a central Illinois farmer says he's hearing good things about fertilizer supplies for the upcoming growing season, but the price is another story. American Soybean Association Vice President Daryl Cates says prices are growing from their already high levels. Last year, my uh, nitrogen price doubled from what it was the year before, and it looks like uh, there's a possibility 
it's going to be that way again this coming year. Uh, they're telling me that I would probably be able to get my my fertilizers that I need. It's just you're going to be paying for it. That would be welcome relief for many farmers who were worried about getting their necessary inputs for the next crop. Kate says a number of factors are at play. With the situation in the EU not getting all their natural gas from Russia, we are also shipping uh, natural gas over to them. Well, natural gas is what we use to make anhydrous here, so it looks like the anhydrous, uh, what I'm hearing for central Illinois, is uh, anywhere from 1000 to $1,100 a ton if you put it on this fall. He says that's about double the usual price. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.